Happy Father's Day. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's fun being a dad. It really is one of the biggest blessings of, of my life for sure. You know, of all the things that Jesus, the Son of God, could have shown us about the Father, think of all the names for God in the Old Testament as he revealed himself. Uh, the Almighty, the Most Holy, uh, the Sovereign, the God who heals thee, the Lord Most Powerful. I mean, just imagine for a moment, apart from Jesus, how we would imagine the God that created with a word all that is. That vast, that powerful, that almighty. <laughs> and you know what Jesus called him? Papa. Papa. And his description is the most accurate of all. Papa. That God has that kind of heart for his kids. Th think about it. Jesus, the one, the only one who knew God in all his glory, who came from him, looked around in this world and in human language, the best human language he could find, descri described the God of all that is as Papa. Wow. God formed us for family. And many of our families have known the blessings of a papa, of somebody in our midst to begin to introduce us to that kind of incredible love of our heavenly papa, that relationship that'll be ours forever. What an incredible thing that is. Guys, we thank you for all the ways your love, your provision, your vision, your forgiveness, your grace in our lives uh, shape us as sons and daughters um, for his love, to understand it. And when that father's love goes missing in the world, there's a big vacuum. Most guys, until their fathers, have no idea the kind of power position God has put the male in in a family you know I, I remember just speaking casual words to my kids and when they got clumsy from time to time and I wounded one of their hearts it was like watching a flower shrivel right before my eyes what, what did I say When my harshness misrepresented God, it had ripple effects. God, fellas, he's put us in a very powerful position. My son today is in South Africa uh, on purpose. <laughs> and uh, just a week or so ago, he bungee jumped off the highest bridge in the world, at least it looked that way to me, 285 meters high, like three football fields. And he just dove off of that. And, you know, it, it wouldn't have been comforting to me. Their last word of advice to him was make sure you don't point your toes. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. 
I'm about to jump off this bridge and it depends on me not pointing my toes. You gotta know. Anyway, I was glad I found out about it afterwards rather than before. But in Africa, they've learned a little bit about fathering. Years ago, uh, there was a, a, a game reserve and it was overpopulated with elephants. They had, they had too many of them. And then there was another game reserve in another area of the country that all the elephants had died off. They were without a population at all. And so those who thought it was the wisest way and the most economical way to repopulate the other game area was to take the infant elephants. They're not quite as big. You can move a lot more of them at a time. It just made sense. Let's move them and populate that place again with some a fresh elephant population, and they did. And years later, about 10 years later, there started to be these strange kills. They, they were almost recreational, uh, huge animals, that rhinos that were just gored, and, but, it, but it was a strange kind of kill. Usually in the nature like that, if something kills something else, it's for food, it's not for fun. They would find it devoured, but that was not the case here. They wondered what on earth was killing all of these huge game animals in the reserve. They put out some cameras and discovered it was those infant elephants, now teenagers, who didn't know how to be teenagers. They were the biggest thing on the reserve, and they were acting like bullies. And, and the game wardens had no clues at first as to how to solve the problem. But then one of the old guys in the previous gaming area decided, I, I know what you did wrong. All you've got to do is take some old bull elephants, move just three or four of them over there with all those kids, all those guys going crazy. And strangely enough, after they did that, not a single kill. That was unexplained. God has made us for families. Thank God in those families. He gave us fathers to reflect his love, to reflect his providence, to reflect uh, his discipline, to reflect his encouragement. So much of the Father, so much of God, we learn from our Papa today we're thankful for that. We're thankful that the God who is God is our Papa. Jesus showed us so on the night that he gave himself up for us he took bread and he broke the bread and he gave it to his disciples saying take and eat this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and drink from this, all of you. For this is the cup of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Papa, today we do these things. We thank you that your son poured out his life for us and that your heart is still to pour your life into us. Bless these gifts of juice and bread that they may enact what they signify. Your loving presence still alive within us poured afresh into our hearts 
we ask that gift of the Holy Spirit all over again. Holy Spirit, remind us of Jesus. Holy Spirit, make real for us the intentions of the Father in each of our hearts. That we might be not bullies on the block, but those who reflect your kindness, your goodness, because you live within us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we pray.